it spun a little bit more around the greens and I felt like I, I didn't lose anything off the tee. So I felt like I was switching to a better ball for me. This is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fitting Room Podcast. I'm AJ Vopel alongside Nate Adelman here in our beautiful podcast studio in Carlsbad, California. Nate, we just got back from the PGA show a couple, uh, I guess, a week ago. We have a ton of new episodes coming up. I wanted to get that off my back right away. Before you yeah. even get to speak, I want to say that we have a ton of episodes coming up. Uh, this one is really, really good because we are introducing someone brand new to the Callaway brand. Well, well, sometimes people say that their favorite time of year is around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, growing up, your favorite time of year is when summer vacation starts. Oh, that that right? That was the, it for me. Right? June twenty third comes day. around. Forget that's it. That's late. Forget about that's it. That's late. Oh, that's that's when New York, man. That we did we do things a little differently. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you that my favorite time of the year is the beginning of the year because uh-huh. we always have so many new products. And they're always the big products. You know, we definitely have summer launches and fall launches that are important products that are really good, of course, performance. But there's something in the air around the beginning of the year (laughs) when we have tons of new products and we have a lot of episodes coming like you like you said. But today we're actually not going to talk about a product. We're going to talk about. I'll call him a young gun. Yes, and uh, we have in the building, actually, um, we actually uh, recording this intro after our conversation with him, so we know everything that we just talked about. Uh, we have Xander Schaufle, who is a San Diego local, one of the newest members alongside um, Sergio. I've heard of him. We have Sergio. We now have Xander. Um, amongst a bunch of other guys that we signed this year. Uh, Xander's number 25 in the world. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know if a lot of listeners knew that, but won the tour championship last year. In a contention for major. In a contention. Well. It's exactly right. So uh, we are super excited to have him on. We're going to uh, dive through kind of why he made the decision to switch. Um, obviously, there are some obvious reasons why somebody switches equipment companies, but um, he was telling us there was one piece of equipment, Nate, that was really to to blame, I guess, for for his switch. Um, something that really opened his eyes. Um, but we're not going to tell you just yet because we want you uh, to listen. Let's in. let Xander tell. Them. Let's let Xander tell everybody. Uh, but be on the lookout, you guys, for fitting room rogue woods, fitting room rogue irons. What else? MD four wedges. That one is going to be amazing because those wedges are. Absurd. Very good. Yeah, those ones. We are got absurd. a little Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X. Ooh, that's a really good one too. With uh, uh, who's who's that going to be with? Dave Bartels, I our man. So yes, nice. He is one of the uh, head engineers in golf ball R and D. Um, so yeah, so a lot of good stuff coming up. We will not tease anymore. We will get right to our conversation with our one of our newest members of Team Callaway, Xander Schaufley. Adam Hadwin here, and I'm going to interrupt this program for a very important message. If you like podcasts like the one you're listening to now, I encourage you to listen to the Pirate Ship Show. Little known fact, I listened to the Ship Show right before I shot my 59, and also right before my first PJ Tour victory. Honestly, I did. Download the Ship Show wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's join AJ and Nate for more great fitting advice. All right, Nate, we are here sitting down. In Carlsbad, California, in the podcast studio, 
uh, with uh, one of the newest members of Team Callaway, and that's Xander Shoffley. Xander, thanks for coming by. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. I hope you have fun in the show. A lot of other people, well, mixed reviews uh, in the past, but uh, welcome, man. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me, and, and I'm definitely excited to be here. Is awesome. It, is it too early to refer to you as a Callaway legend already? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Hasn't even teed it up yet. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. Just checking. All right. So, Xander, um, you're obviously um, – Coming to Callaway from a different manufacturer, um, and when we talk to consumers all the time, and you know they don't have any Callaway clubs in the bag, and they go into a fitting kind of open-minded, um, where they're like, "Oh, you know what? Like, I don't really want to maybe play the same clubs that I've been playing for so long. I want to see what else is out there. Get fit into new clubs." What do you think the biggest, the hardest thing for you when you were? Um, that initial fitting for Callaway equipment, what, what do you think the biggest, the most difficult thing for you was, um, transitioning? Was there like a certain piece of equipment that was maybe more difficult than, um, than you would have thought? Um, I mean, not really. I wouldn't have made the switch if it was so difficult. Right. Um, that's that's <laughs> good part. Point. That's the, a good point. Yeah. It's part of the process. <laughs> um, you know, I was most skeptical about the golf ball yeah. coming in. Um, but like you said, you spoke with Dean, and Dean did a great job with my fitting, and he threw the golf ball down, and my, and my eyes and my jaw kind of dropped, mm -hmm. and and what I, everything I was worried about was kind of washed away in only a couple minutes. What was it about the ball that you noticed? <laughs> well, my old obviously my old manufacturer was TaylorMade, my old team, and mm -hmm. um, the Callaway ball is obviously the old Callaway ball, I should say, was was very different. Um, it was much softer versus TaylorMade's much firmer. Mm -hmm. So I was basically coming from almost a rock solid golf hard golf ball to what was almost one of the softest balls in the market mm -hmm. so to me that was too big of a, a change to switch mm -hmm. and this new ball is almost a, a happy medium just a nice little family right in the middle right so the feel in particular is something you were sensitive to with that yeah i mean i think feel sound um everyone knows golf you know perception mm -hmm. what you know you might it might feel great but if it sounds kind of soft or, or quiet it may seem even softer to you right and what about ball flight or spin around the greens anything like that did you notice um is this all with the new ball yeah yeah it, i mean it was it spun a little bit more around the greens and i felt like I, I didn't lose anything off the tee so i felt like i was switching to a better ball for me right and how immediate was when you were fitting for uh the new golf ball how immediate was that for you in seeing the results or was it a pretty extensive process did you have to hit a ton of shots for uh, you to notice uh, these changes and the improvements in it? It happened pretty quick. I mean, we started, we hit some iron shots, and obviously you can't tell a whole lot yeah. around an iron shot. Obviously, the case it's sound, so mm -hmm. I didn't, nothing was noticeable on the range, just hitting iron shots. And then we we, we moved to the green, and, and that's kind of where I, I put myself kind of on a down slope, chipping onto a down slope, off of a down slope. So obviously somewhere where you kind of need to hit like a high soft shot. And, yep. And I just noticed, even with my miss hits, um, I know it's funny I spoke earlier. My, my chipping stats are, are pretty poor, so <laughs> I figured this is an area I need to improve in. Yeah. And so, just with a miss hit, the rollout distance with the Callaway ball it, it stopped faster for whatever yeah. reason, and mm -hmm. and so that that was very obvious for us. Nice. And then let's uh, kind of work through uh, the fitting and kind of just talk about the process. So um, MD4 wedges are going to be in your bag. Um, what did you notice about the wedges? Um, compared to wedges that you've played in the past where there's it like a, was it a spin thing was it a flight thing uh, a sound a feel what what was it about the wedges that really kind of uh, struck your eye 
Um, the, I mean, the look was clean. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I what was I using? So I've used TaylorMade wedges, used Vokey wedges, mm -hmm. and obviously the new wedges. Mm -hmm. um, I you call them MD4 or Mac yep. Daddy, right? Yeah, Mac Daddy yeah. Four. Yeah, right. That's uh, actually my mistake. Right. That's actually my mistake. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Mark, uh, you, you, yeah, marketing, marketing come guy. on here, <laughs> Mac Daddy folks. Um, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was easy. I mean, I, I went straight to the bunker. Um, I don't know what grind they put me in. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not too technical, but yeah. I just started hitting shots around the green and, and opening the face up, hitting kind of low spinners, soft shots out of the bunker, high, low, chunking runs, everything, mm -hmm. and the grind and everything, all the bounce, everything kind of responded properly to, to what I was imagining. Yeah. Um, all right, and one of the biggest things, uh, Nate, one of the biggest things that Dean, and I'm talking about Dean Teckle, who's uh, um, responsible for um, our tour team, does an amazing job. Um, everybody out there um, on our tour team does an amazing job with all our professionals. Uh, but then he wanted to get, he wanted to talk to me about the woods. Uh, notice, uh, most notable, the three plus rogue fairway wood, um, because he had some uh, interesting commentary on that. Um, he said that you, had a three you kept the three wood in your bag but you didn't like to play it that much yeah so i had a pretty poor relationship near the end with my three wood um let's just say if i was like 270 out into the wind my caddy would be like i think it's a two iron like, it's, it's clearly a three wood like obviously a three wood there's water at like 240 right but he's like it's a two iron dude or we're laying up i'm like we have a club in the you know right it just I think a lot of it too was, was, was the fact that it was upright. Yeah. Um, the Taylor made three woods is very upright and I'm not very tall. So mm -hmm. I need something that's a little bit flatter. Mm -hmm. um, also the leading edge of the three wood on the, the new sub zero. Is that yeah. what I'm using? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The road, uh, the, yeah, the road the plus. Ro the yeah. road plus. Yep. Thank three you. Plus. Um, three plus. So the leading edge, a little more cumbersome. Um, and it was flatter and I just, it was a no brainer for me. Like yeah. I, I was so excited when I was hitting it and I'm sure hmm. Dean saw that because I could actually, Hit some. I was hitting cuts, draws, low, high, um, taking divots. It, it was the whole deal, and, and it was it was so easy. Yeah, nice. So let's step back a little bit and let's look at when you are <laughs> testing new clubs and you are looking at what uh, what am I going to put in my bag? What is the process that you go through? What does that club have to prove to you in order to earn its way into your bag? Well, funny enough, um, <laughs> okay, I can go back to the fitting. Um, we're using the driver and. You know, obviously TaylorMade has made a good driver for for a very long time, um, and so yep. I, I, you know, I hit I hit three four drives just right down the pipe with my TaylorMade, and my dad goes, "All right, Dean, <laughs> this is you know, if if he wants to switch to Callaway, this is an important stat for my son, and this is one of his strengths. We can't lose it." Right. So he goes, "Top that," and so <laughs> Dean puts the sub zero in my hand, and I mean, I was at the farms on number ten, and I just peppered the fairway with the new Rogue driver. It was hilarious. I think I, you know, I hit like twenty balls in a row just striped down the fairway and. And Dean's like, and finally I kind of like hit one in the left rough and goes, ah, the kid's human. <laughs> um, so that was kind of another jaw dropping moment for us because yeah. um, we weren't losing anything. Right. Um, but in terms of switching back to that, it's a pretty simple process. Um, obviously with woods, we look a lot in the shafts. The shaft makeup has to match whatever wood or fairy wood you're using. Um, for us, it's, it's pretty simple. The look has to be clean. With irons, I look a lot at top line, leading edge, mm -hmm. um, shape of the head. Wedges, obviously, bounce is the most important. The material, if it's a raw face or not. Woods, like I said, with the shaft. But when I'm going through the bag, you know, we'll hit a couple just stock shots to start off, and then we'll start shaping shots. And I think that's when you can kind of see if you're making a compensation or not. You know, if, if you can hit your stock draw all day and, and even kind of rope a draw around, you know, 15, 25-yard draw. But then if you have trouble cutting it, the club might not be or the shaft might not be the proper fit right. for, for whatever you're switching to. So 
once again when, when i was switching to the equipment we you know we had the same shafts i had in in my old bag um and you know i was hitting stock balls and all of a sudden i started turning the rogue driver and and, and the the sub-zero and the mm -hmm. three plus three wood and you know, I was cutting, drawing everything kind of right off the bat, which which is always a good sign. And now, what is what? How much do you use technology or TrackMan? How much do the numbers matter, or is it more visual and feel yeah, for you? Yeah, because we've had, I mean, we've had Phil on the fitting room, and Phil likes to just test blind. <laughs> so he everybody closes. Yeah, his eyes, yeah, yeah, like blindfold, whatever. Like doesn't even like to see the ball flight. You know, just likes the feel of it. And then some guys are just like, no, I need numbers. Like, I, I must see numbers to, uh, to determine if a club is going to make it in the bag. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it just goes to show how Phil operates. Um, you know, I'd say I'm, I'm probably closer to him. You know, track man and numbers, like, at, at the end of the day, they're just numbers. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when you go play in a tournament or when you go play with, with, your, with your buddies out on the golf course, you don't see any numbers. It's just whatever you feel and what your friends can see and hear. Mm -hmm. You know, like obviously, you know, uh, an expert knows if you hit catch one off the toe. But you know, if I would stripe one down the middle, everyone would be like, "Oh, good shot!" But no one knows I hit just off the toe. So right. when Phil does that, it's obviously it's it's pretty clear that he just starts purely on instincts, and that's kind of how I like to start as well. Obviously, when we were doing with Dean, we had numbers, and mm -hmm. to me, numbers are kind of like a when he was saying, "Yeah, the Sub Zero spitting out higher ball speed numbers." I was kind of like, eh, "Okay, yeah, right, right." <laughs> you know, right. I was smiling. Yeah. Obviously, you know that, that that's just to me, the numbers are just a confidence booster. But you yep. need to start kind of kind of raw and, and with nothing, right? And you want to see the ball. You want to see ball the flight. flight. Yeah. yeah, ball flight's the most important thing. That's yeah. how I was taught to to play. You just your ball flight's your teacher, and mm -hmm. and you don't need any numbers, right? So. All right, so you went through this whole fitting. Um, we talked about almost all your clubs, but we didn't talk about the irons. Uh, you said that you like a thin top line. Um, you went with the X-Forged irons. Um, as, as we talk right now, um, could change, don't know, but um, how did those feel, um, and how was that process? Was that, a pretty e was that one of the easiest switches for you in terms of all the equipment? Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be for any pro. Um, you know, on tour, there's a certain level of, of play out there, and certain level of ball striking you know um you, you either on tour you're either like a really good ball striker mm -hmm. or you're not a good ball striker yeah and you know there's other parts of your game obviously the guys who aren't as good as striking are incredible putters and yeah. chippers yeah um or if you're you know top 10 in the world you just get everything right exactly right <laughs> Which is what we're trying to get to um I, I would consider myself a good ball striker you know i have i have the stats to kind of back that up i mm -hmm. hit a lot of greens in regulation so yeah. to me irons just all across any company i feel like irons are, are, are pretty simple but for me the switching to the x forge or like you said i, I might switch to a, a different head mm -hmm. tim and i are, are talking about you know a club to me an iron mm -hmm. um i like an iron with with less offset yeah so that was kind of been, been a big thing for me and i don't really I've, I've learned the mistake of playing a blade when i was younger yeah <laughs> you know, i still haven't learned that mistake no. <laughs> every hey, look good look good feel good right literally every episode we try to convince aj to actually play the appropriate irons for oh, him but so funny he's addicted he's nah, hooked he I'm can't up. yeah well i mean get off him. he's not making any money you know if he right. loses, loses exactly a few, loses See? a few bucks knows. <laughs> if he loses a few bucks here and there to his buddies exactly. i'm sure they're even happier they're like yeah keep yeah keep keep playing. Playing. exactly keep right right hitting Chad, up the toe 20 right. Chad, Chad always tells me to keep him in the bag you know whenever we play so yeah no that's good action man how, how much do you like to tinker and mess with your clubs regripping adjusting them yourselves any of that stuff I mean, not much at all. Um, the only clubs that really come kind of come in and out of the bag, I, think I always have a backup driver, you know, it's matched perfectly swing weight wise. I mean, I think through the bag, my swing weight with wedges is maybe a D4 and, and everything else is a D3. Mm -hmm. um, all my clubs are about half an inch flat or a uh, degree, a degree, sorry. Mm -hmm. 
not an inch. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> about the length. <laughs> there, my uh, about the length. Sorry, uh, my all my irons are a quarter inch short Got in length. Um, that was just kind of what I grew up with, and I haven't mm -hmm. changed. So, um, when I switch clubs, obviously I will make sure they're spec'd out perfectly. That's mm -hmm. the biggest thing to me. You know, everyone knows that if <laughs> if the line angle or degrees off, uh, it could be cause a big miss. That's not even your fault without you even realizing it. So. When I'm on the road, I think I, I get my loft and lies checked uh, probably every two weeks, and, and that's pretty much kind of what I was known for out there. I don't really tinker much with switching equipment and just loft. I'm a kind of loft and lie guy. So nice. our guys out on the truck better take good care of you this year, then. <laughs> yeah, that is a yeah. yeah that's Moral of the story. That's yeah. a warning there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will see exactly. me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, uh, we'll let you go, but first, um, well, lastly, rather. Uh, you said that chipping is one of the areas that you would like to see improvement. Is that would you say that's the the number one area where you want to see improvement? Yes, if you look at my stats, right. you know, if I could just maintain everything I've been doing, mm -hmm. which is obviously hard to do as well. Yeah, um, right. And can add in sort of chipping. I feel like there would just be no other choice for me just to be closer to winning more tournaments right. or at least making more cuts too. You know, I missed yeah. so many cuts early in the year where I felt like I was playing the same as I did at the end of the year. And mm -hmm. it's just because my short game let me down and, and yeah. everyone knows uh, bogeys and, and doubles don't lead to anything good. Right. Well, we're hopeful that there'll be a lot of Sundays this year where we have to come into the office because you just won a big tournament. So we're yeah. we're excited for that. We always root, yeah. we always root to work for Sundays. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of strange, but yeah. that means something great happens. Yeah. Exactly. So, Team yeah. effort. I like yeah. it. Love it. All right. Well, Xander, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, hopefully, we have you back on um, after you get on the winner's circle. But good luck this year. Uh, and congratulations in uh, joining our team. We're super stoked to have you. So uh, good luck this year, man. Thank you very much. All right. We will see you guys on the next episode of The Fitting Room. Peace out. <laughs>